everybody, to Back in My Day. This is a self-isolation quarantine special episode. Uh, I'm David Petrangelo, and I'm joined by... Michael R. Power. All right, Mike. Uh, just like everybody else, or most people, and hopefully most people, uh, we are sort of doing a bit of a self-isolation you know, over the last uh, week or so, and it will probably continue for the foreseeable future because of the uh, unfortunate uh, COVID-19 coronavirus situation that everybody seems to be uh, running into. Um, just to get started, before we get into our sort of uh, more fun uh, movie, TV, and game talk uh, that we've been up to, uh, how's everything going for you guys? It's good. It's good. We are, uh, as you said, self-quarantining, or not really self-quarantining because we haven't traveled or anything, but social distancing, so staying at home as much as we can. Yeah. Uh, still working, working from home, um, helping to take care of ruthless power. So yeah. my, uh, and a lot of people find themselves at home with a lot more free time. My free time is pretty much the same, but um, I thought it would be fun to do a little podcast and maybe make some recommendations to people who are finding themselves with a lot of free time, whether they're self-quarantining or social distancing since the things we used to do and go to do for fun we can't do anymore exactly i guess that's the biggest thing right it's uh, yes. i mean it's in a lot of ways it's first world problems you know like we we can do this right i think mm -hmm. it's just a, a change of routine for the last 30 plus years is is tough to break and you know it's just a change but we'll all make it through it and as long as everybody sort of sticks to the rules and sort of plays it safe i think that's what it's all about but to play it safe and to keep busy so we don't go too stir crazy inside. Um, we've been doing, uh, we've played a couple things and watching a few things. So we'll start with that a little bit. I think the first that we have to start with, and we don't have to get too deep and it's only been up for a few days at this point, but um, Animal Crossing uh, New Horizons, right? That's what it's called. I don't, I keep missing yes. screwing up the Crossing. subtitle. This is a game we've talked about before. It was on my um, anticipated list, I think two years in a row because I really loved the, uh, the the old Animal Crossing games for GameCube and whatnot. Uh, it's the perfect game for people who are hopefully staying home and wanting to be distracted and get sort of lost in a world that's not as bleak as the real world is right now. Yeah, that's um, a that's a big part of it, actually. I think that's a big appeal. Um, I mean, obviously, they didn't know that, that this was going to be almost a needed product at this point, but I think that this game came at the perfect time. Yeah, no, you're so you're so right because it is the kind of game where there's no wrong way to play it. Nothing bad really happens. It's just about you know getting fruit from trees and fishing. And it sounds boring. It sounds like chores, like housework. But for some reason, Nintendo makes it um, all the game mechanics really satisfying and fun, and all the characters really like cute and interesting and fun to talk to. And, and then it does have a sort of carrot and stick mechanic with you always being in debt to this raccoon and trying to get your house bigger and trying to collect the right furniture to have the house look the way you want and and all that so if you haven't played the game and that sounds very boring i promise you it's not it's <laughs> actually so for some somehow it's actually very fun and very very addicting as both of our wives could probably attest to because we've been playing with them and we have got them totally addicted i know i know i think we've both said already that uh that we uh, that they have played probably double what both both of us have played, yeah I think so. which is totally which is totally fine you know just like everybody else we're at home as much as possible and if if that's how the time goes by and you're enjoying yourself it's yeah I, it's perfect it's perfect it really is a perfect game for that I'm 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 personally still waiting for like more variety of things to do but also 
what have I played of it? Seven hours or something in a game that's going to last God knows how long. Um, yeah. It's, it's just the way played, it is. It's meant to be played over a long period of time, and it is slow to start. That I've read a lot about the game, and the Alan Cross games are like that because they're trying to introduce new players into how to play. It sort of has to be kid-friendly. So it is slow to start. Once you hit day 9, 10, um, it opens up a lot more. And um, like things happen in the game. It takes real time for things to happen in the game. So if you plant a tree, it actually takes like four real days for the tree to... Not like game time, like four real days for the tree to uh, grow and everything. So it is meant to be played over over, over a longer period of time. Um, but that being said, you can also sink like hours into it just just wandering around and fishing or whatever, right? So oh yeah, absolutely. And and you know what? It's um, simple enough mechanics that it doesn't take a lot to sort of figure out in a good way. Um, but they they do like the whole you mentioned the carrot on the stick thing. It really um, they bring in small things. They sort of dribble, dribble in little things here and there that'll kind of, you know, eat up your next couple of hours of play. Mm -hmm. And then once you get that task done, then you move on to the next one. And the next one, you sort of have a checklist. Um, I, I kind of wish there was a checklist, like an actual checklist that you could have and make yourself. I think that would actually be pretty cool. Um, but, uh, but you know, you get you can get into a routine, right? I think once sort of a bunch of stuff is set up, you're like, okay, the trees are first, and it's the fishing, then it's the crafting, and then it's the whatever, you know. Um, and that is a pretty good escape, I think, yeah. <laughs> at this point. People to stay home, stay inside, listen to healthcare professionals, and play Animal Crossing instead. I know. Most of the game, Animal Crossing takes place outside, so it's like how, how I'm pretending to go outside. It's just in the video game. It's perfect timing, as you said. Yeah, it, it honestly is, and... Um, and I actually really do, despite the um, wh whatever the tasks are, if, it, if like you said, if they sound boring and stuff, and even if the game looks childish in some ways, and I guess it does, but like the look of it, I think really adds to the fact that this is a great way to pull you away from reality for a while because it's super friendly. And if you want to play with kids or you want to play with your significant other or something, there's probably no better setting than this game right now. Yeah. No, I agree. I think it's yeah. part of the reason why it's like catching on so much. I see it everywhere online. I have lots of friends and family. I just like posted on Facebook. I had lots of friends and family respond saying like, oh, "I'm playing that game too." So, uh, right, I and got it's a bit lucky, but it's yeah, I yeah. I mean, I think it's it was. Um, I mean, I think like I've said in the past, I've never played these games before, but um, you have, and it's just they've sort of expanded on the ideas that you can connect with other people in an easier way and go to each other's islands and stuff. So like. You can connect with other people and not just the person next to you on your couch, but you know the the world really opens up, and I think that again adds to it and just makes it a pretty perfect fit. Yeah, for, and we'll have to come for, back later and have like a full maybe review of it once we've opened up the, the full game and played for like I don't know. Honestly, to be fair, you have to give this game like a month to like really. Get yeah, the, you know what? Maybe we'll pick pick up in, in another two or three weeks or something and see what it is. We're going to, we're going to do these episodes here, maybe at more, more uh, intermittently and not exactly on the exact same day every week, just whenever we can. And they'll be a little yeah. shorter. So we can sort of catch up what we're doing. And um, yeah. So, so that's, that's kind of what we've been doing. Have you been watching anything in particular as well, or has it kind of been animal crossing? Um, thing? Yeah. The one, the one thing I have been watching that I would recommend to kill some time or two is this Netflix documentary called uh, Tiger King. Is it called the Tiger okay. King? Okay. I saw that pop up the other day and I was uh, very, very yeah. reluctant. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's, it is, um, 
it's called Tiger King. So it's yeah, it's a Netflix documentary series about like the the big cat or exotic animal uh, trading and zoo and farming and uh, breeding in the states. Uh, and, wow, it's a, such an eye opener, and these people that are like involved in this um, mark, whatever you call them, market or whatever, yeah. are just like the craziest, craziest people. Uh, it reminds me of a documentary I saw actually a couple years ago. It was a really good documentary called The Elephant in the Living Room, which also focused on the like exotic animal yeah, I saw that markets one. and trades and stuff. So it's pretty good in that way. But this just get, finds like the person. It's similar to that documentary. But this finds like these people. These people who are like crazy personalities, and that let and they like I said, let this documentary filmmaker in to really like interview them and get to know them and like sh- show like intimate moments and like it's just it, it's insane. Every episode is like you can't think it get any crazier, and then it does. So um, yeah, it's just that good kind of like kind of like junk documentary weird show that just yeah. puts you, puts you in. So. All about those personalities, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I find myself watching terrifying. watching a lot more, a lot less than I thought I would so far in this first, I would say first uh, six or seven days that for the majority of the time we've been home. Uh, I'm only at work a few days, physically at work a few days a week. So um, I haven't had anything like brand new. I did. I did start watching um, Clone Wars just before all of this sort of happened. Um, so That's I'm in the middle. Yeah, it is. There's lots of episodes that came up. You know, I want to watch that, and I definitely want to watch Rebels as well. So Disney Plus is coming in handy that way. It's it's fine so far in the second season. I don't I don't think that it's like blowing my mind yet, but I hear that the storylines get a lot better and stuff. So I'm gonna keep that going. I'll chip away at it. You know, they're quick twenty to twenty four minute episodes at the most, so you zip through them really quickly. Um, and there's definitely like a through a through storyline which helps as well. It's not just like the quote unquote monster of the week, even though that is kind of what they do in most of the episodes. Um, but I mean, I would say that <laughs> in a lot of the episodes, the stories are better than what they had in parts of the movies of the prequels. So, <laughs> and so, and I'm only like 20 episodes in or something. So <laughs> nice. Um, uh, that's yeah. good. And that's on Disney plus, right? That's Disney plus. Yeah. They have a whole thing of, of all their, all their series and the new season that they, uh, that they made, I think was the season seven or eight that they came out with that just came out a lot in the last few weeks or so. So this is the perfect time to jump on the Disney plus train, especially if you have kids who are home from school. Oh my God. I know yeah. like Disney releasing a bunch of movies like frozen two and onward early to Disney plus. Yeah. So I'm I think, out when they I think out. On, is, I don't know if onwards on Disney plus are going to purchase it so far. A lot of the movies that are coming out early, you still have to purchase just so, cause they would, they would be in theaters otherwise. Um, but I think Onward is is available to VOD to, to pay, pay to rent. Then it's coming Disney Plus like early April. Ah, I see. Okay. Yeah. So they are releasing a bit. Um, gotcha. The other show I was going to suggest to you, maybe you, Dave, is that maybe you can finally find the time to watch Avatar The Last Airbender. Yes. So I got through the first season. And the last time I mentioned that to you guys, I was at the end of the first season. So I have not picked it up since. Right. But, but it is a good time to do that. So yeah, And it's only like three or four seasons, right? So Yeah, it's only um, three, I think. Yeah. And in a similar way, short episodes like Clone Wars is and stuff. So um, maybe that's what I'll do first because I can get through it sooner because it's not as long. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So maybe I'll mark yeah. that off. So that's so maybe that's what I'll do. Yeah. Um, that's my recommendation. Right. Recommendation. That, to you, Dave. That's the TV recommendation <laughs> specifically for me. Um, so, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna mention. Um, I, I, there's a couple of things that I think that people can play that you can find games that are not super expensive right now, which actually helps for a lot of people. Um, so I'm looking through like my Steam library, for example, and I mean, I haven't completely played all of these games, unfortunately. I have so many games in this library. Mike, it's it's sad. It's sad. <laughs> It's sad. Yeah, you have time. Yeah. This could be like a, a blessing so many, for you in a way. So many of these take so much time, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, the first one I want to recommend, because now it actually just came out on Switch, and I think I mentioned it to you in a previous episode or offline, I can't remember, is Two Point Hospital. It's the sort of the fun um, hospital sim game um, that I have on PC and I got about last year. And now... Uh, yeah, they have it on Switch and they have it on, I think, PS4 as well. But, um, you know, it's like 40 bucks or 30 bucks or something. And they have all these like, expansions for it, too. So there's all these different scenarios you need to get in. Um, and just like any of these sort of sim games and similar to what Animal Crossing does and stuff, it's really easy to just eat away at a ton of time playing these. So uh, I would recommend that because it's also got a pretty fun aesthetic. It has a lot of funny jokes. Um, it's very lighthearted, even though it is very deep as well. So that's the first one I'd recommend, um, is that, and, uh, yeah, other than that, I, I've still chipped away at No Man's Sky as well, just a little bit, um, cause that's a game that almost never ends as well. So I've been going, picking up my old, old save that I didn't play since, you know, early January or something and doing that cause there's still so much to do. And that, so those are the two that probably so far, other than Animal Crossing, are going to eat at my time. But um, those are sort of newer games. There's also old ones that we can easily pick up too, because they're still easily available as well. I don't know. Is there anything that that you had that maybe you've I don't know finished in the last little while or something that like you're um, going to turn back to? Another game that I was going to mention that is a game that I think we're going to start playing that people might be interested in that's uh, free to play is the is the Warzone game. I don't know anything about it, but I've just heard that it's free to play. It's on all the it's on all the uh, platforms: Xbox, PS4, PC, and it's like a Call of Duty um, multiplayer only. Is it like maybe you maybe you've played it and you can explain it better? But yeah, I mean it's it's the battle royale uh, version or the newest battle royale version of Call of Duty. I mean they had one. I think it was last year's game was the first time they did it. Um, so this whole battle royale version of of every man for himself or in this they have teams of three um i think they're supposed to expand it to four or something so you go down you have no equipment you just have i think they just give you a pistol and you just gotta run around and find your stuff and survive as long as possible kind of like apex legends or PUBG or exactly that's exactly what it what it is um yeah it's uh i've probably played for four or five hours nothing crazy so my not that far into it and stuff but you know, it's still very Call of Duty the way that it plays. So, like, that's so-so in my books. I don't love the sort of super arcadey version, but I think because you don't start with all these crazy um, loadouts and stuff in that mode in particular, it evens the playing field a little bit more, which I like. So that's that's why I feel like it's even more accessible, even though it's almost more intense because you're sort of starting off with nothing. Nice. Yeah, so that's the other game that came to mind for me. Um, and then I have a board game that I was going to recommend because 
uh, sometimes staring at screens, especially if you're working from home all day, it's nice to take a little break um, and do something more tactile. So there's a really, really good board game that me and Wife Power have been playing for a while. That's sort of perfect for if you're at home. Uh, you can play alone, but if you're with two or three people, it works best. So hopefully out there, you're, you're stay at home or if you're self-quarantined, you're not totally alone. And you can play this game called Exit, which is essentially a board game in a box. Um, so it's a, it's a self-contained game. You can only play it once. And it's, it's filled with like tons of little puzzles. And it's got a really cool mechanic that's hard to explain, but it really does mimic what it's like being in an escape room where it's like you have little sequential puzzles that you have to solve. And each puzzle that you solve leads to a clue for a next puzzle. And they have like a unique, unique way of, of doing it where you can check if you got the puzzle right or wrong without sort of spoiling the answer. Um, and they're they're cheap, and you can actually buy them on Amazon. They're like fifteen bucks or something. So oh, okay, yeah, they take about one or two hours. So it's like the perfect thing for for I'd say it would get harder with a big group of people because it's usually only one or two puzzles at a time. So it's I find it perfect with two people. So um, yeah, check that game out if you're looking for for something not a video game or movie or TV to play and kill the time. It's called Exit. Exit. Okay. And you know what's actually not Exit bad? the game, it's called. Exit the game. Oh, it's Exit the game. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, what's not bad, too, when you mentioned sort of like what the a price point matters for a lot of people, right? Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, there's, we're sort of in an uncertain time that, you know, all these little extra few pennies here and there are going to matter potentially down the line for a lot of people. And it's unfortunate, but if something's only like 15 bucks, um, you know, we can't go to the movies right now. All the movie theaters are closed at yeah. the moment. So 15 bucks is a movie ticket. And you can play it with two or three other people and have a really good time for about the same amount of time that you would be going to the movies. So, um, and, you know, it gives you a little bit of a screen screen break. I think everybody's staring at screens all day because of work and now because of video games and stuff too. So, um, but that's what's nice yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, also quite, cha- it can also be quite challenging. There's different levels of difficulty. So it kind of like gets your brain going a little bit. It is really like escape room style puzzles. But yeah, done in a box on like cards and pen and paper and calculators, and they have, they get really creative. Like sometimes you have to like use the actual actual box that the game came in to solve a certain puzzle. So it, yeah, that's it's, cool. it's really interesting to see how they like keep coming up with different ways to do these like puzzles and come up with the answers for the puzzles. So right, that's just yeah. that's the other recommendation I that I would that I would have other along with like any other board game that you have at home already. Um, this is a good. This is a good new one if you're looking for something new. Yeah, nice. That's good. Um, I gotta, I gotta brush up on the board games. Still not, still not quite there. Even though uh, it's, it's sad because like getting together and play board games is so much fun, and it's like something we can't do right now. Um, yeah. Good reason, but um, maybe I was trying to think with White Power what kind of board game we could play with friends over Skype or FaceTime or Zoom or whatever. So. Maybe in a future episode, I'll, I couldn't think of anything good. So maybe in a future episode, I'll keep brainstorming. I'll, maybe we'll test some out, Dave, and we can, yeah, we can experiment. Some, uh, recommend some board games to play virtually or instead of in person. Yeah, yeah, that's a good call. Yeah, we should do that. We should sort of uh, try and find at least, I mean, I've seen people play, you know, cards and stuff like that. But um, yeah, there's got to be a way. It's got to be a way. And you know what? At this point, it's been about a week to a week and a half for a lot of people. It's possible that there's already a bunch of suggestions out there. So that's true. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that as well. Yeah. Um, what else? We got anything else that uh, that you, you think you might catch up on if uh, you can put Animal Crossing down? 
if I can put it on press and down, I I was thinking of getting uh, busting out and going through my old PlayStation Plus games that I've been like hoarding and never playing. And uh, <laughs> the one that's free this month, hopefully this comes up for the end of March, but is uh, Shadow of the Colossus, and it's a game I've never played, and it's a game that I know is like one of the be- better games for the PlayStation. So I was thinking of checking that out. That's a it's a good one too because um, there's no real um, set danger sort of. Thing. I don't know if that's the right way to say it. Like you you basically conquer these these giant gods that you have to sort of climb and um, and I guess you sort of defeat them, but uh, but it's still very and like it you know it takes takes a lot of um, time to sort of make it happen. Uh, I played through it like I think it was when they released it on it might even have been ps3 when they put it on um 10 bucks or something like that when they sort of first re-released it or it was early ps4 uh, i can't remember exactly but that's when i played it so i played it not not when it first came out um and it, it's it's good it's gonna it, you can take your time with it there's no need to like sit there and play it for 10 hours straight kind of thing so you can like you can do a god and then you can put it down for a day and then you can pick it up and do the next one you can pick it up and do the next one so um that's a good one actually i think that would be a good one it's it's very calming in a lot of ways too which is <laughs> yeah. what we need what that's we need kind of game i'm looking for that's yeah you don't need some go. big big sound system to sort of like surround you in the environment and stuff and kind of play quietly yeah. and stuff too which is cool so um and i think it's you know with the new version it looks cool too it looks nice and everything so that's not a bad one um yeah do you have any um, like movie recommendations. I was gonna say Hobbs and Shaw came to the movie oh, network, and I, I watched it. But oh I no! I, would, I don't know if I would recommend it. That's the only <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you like the Fast and the Furious movies and you like dumb action movies, um, and you haven't seen the trailers because it gave away the whole movie, then maybe right. you want to check it out. Or you're a completionist and you've seen every other Fast and the Furious movie, so you want to check one out. It's not. It, it'll entertain you for two hours. Yeah. It's, it's it'll buy you it'll buy you two hours. Yeah, <laughs> two hours. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't have anything like that really really stands. I'm trying to think. I haven't watched as many movies in the last little while for whatever reason. Um, I I it's it's not the easiest movie to watch, but I finally watched Tully a few weeks ago, which was really good. Um, it's just about a sort of mother struggling with uh basically with postpartum depression which is not exactly the nicest thing to think about but um but it's very very good and it's actually pretty heartwarming um has a couple spins and twists in it which is actually was very surprising um but the acting's great with uh charlie Theron in it and stuff so uh there's that and then i didn't end up watching the lion king around the same time so similar to what you said about um Hobbs and shaw i don't know that i would recommend it mm-hmm. but if you have Disney Plus, I guess go for it. I don't know. Yeah, I watch it. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely if you grew up in the '90s, it's almost like you have to just see it for yourself. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. It, it's again, it, I, I wasn't sitting there and honestly paying super attention to it. Not gonna lie. Um, not that I haven't seen the movie before, so I didn't have to pay attention every last second. But uh, one that actually just came to mind: it's not a movie, but um, we've been really pushing through Seinfeld, the middle 
of Seinfeld. So we yeah. started with, we picked a few episodes here and there a long, a long time ago and then just never went back to it. But now we've sort of worked our way through season four and five, and now we're into six. And it's right in the heart of where everything is so good. So we've gone to the puffy shirt, we've gone to the big salad, uh, we've gone to, um, what, what else was there? We've gone to the contest, you know, all these classic episodes that the, um, the fire where, where George pushes everybody out of the way when there's a fire in the house, you know, uh, when he gets a job at the Yankees, uh, when he buys John Boyd's car, like all these small things that, um, you forget are almost side stories, but are actually what you remember about the episodes the most. Um, so all that stuff has, has been coming up and it's honestly like, it's been a really good way to sort of watch like two episodes before you go to bed because I mean, I'm laughing my butt off and, uh, and, the, and the wife's liking it too, which is great. And she never grew up watching it. So for me, it's like, Oh yeah, it's this episode or, Oh yeah, it's this episode. Every time I see the title of the episode, I remember, Oh my God, it's this one. And then I have to watch it. Um, so it's a little bit of a, uh, a refresher for me and most of them are new for her too, which is great. So um yeah so that's that's that that's good that's good to watch a comedy as an escape sort of from especially if you've been consuming the news or something all day well yeah i mean i work in the news and it's a little too impossible to leave leave everything behind so it's Mm. good to sort of that's a perfect way to leave honestly honestly yeah (laughs) yeah yeah they honestly do so um unless you're stuck staring at your screen for like three hours and preventing your own sleep so (laughs) Uh, okay, well, you know what? Let's uh, let's keep things a little short. We'll pick up where we left off. Maybe in a few days, we'll pick it up. Maybe next week or something like that. We'll sort of keep people posted as to what we're doing. Um, obviously, you can hear that we're doing this from a distance. We're sort of uh, recording over Skype. Our normal, uh, I guess, quote unquote, studio is uh, is not available. We are keeping our safe distance and social distancing and, and all that. So um, excuse the audio, but at the same time, hopefully, it still works and hopefully, people enjoyed this uh let, ev- let everyone can let us know what they're doing as well to keep busy because everyone needs suggestions let's pass around ideas right there's going to be lots of stuff that we didn't mention and uh lots of stuff that we'd like to try and, and watch and play as well so let me just yeah, uh, love to hear going. suggestions I'd love to hear people's suggestions on what to do what to watch most some of these things like tiger king was recommended by my friends so i'm just sort of passing it along yeah exactly right it's I, at this point everything is going to be word of mouth <laughs> so mm-hmm. <laughs> what better way to do it through it than through a podcast or something right so um all right that's great mike uh thanks so much again for taking the time um happy uh happy work week and we'll uh we'll touch base uh, in a few days and let everybody know what else we're up to and uh maybe where we are in animal crossing as well <laughs> which yes. will be our, our big update every time we do this so yeah, uh thanks very much everyone for listening mike thanks for joining me and we'll see everybody yeah. in a few days